Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. All right. Well, we got an actual explanation. The truth accidentally blurted out of Joe a moment ago. That's right. Why did I speak one, nothing but the truth. Why did one school recently have a phys ed class that was only for blacks? Well, they were racist. Okay. There we have it. The truth has emerged. Actually, it wasn't phys ed. It was rock climbing. Why, why is a Ivy League college teaching rock climbing? That, I think that's a sad commentary on our society today, that we go to college to learn how, learn how to climb rocks. Well, but wh- do you know why they do teach rock climbing? Um, then I would suggest you bone up on this because before it's you there, form an opinion. Because it's there. Well, <laughs> right. I let me you. put it. I went through college. I didn't have any rock climbing classes. Did you? I rest <laughs> my case. Absolutely. And your love of the outdoors, you would describe as? I like the outdoors, but there, you know, it's not a wall straight up where I have little rocks to climb yes. or little plastic rocks. Joe loves the outdoors between the garage and the vehicle and the vehicle and the store. And then I love the nature. store to the vehicle and the love vehicle animals. to the garage. There's room for all of them right next to the mashed potatoes, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So there you have it. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. That is a glimpse of the show to come. And the tripe that I am informed actually comes from me. And tripe is... Pig's stomach? That's what I'm understanding. Okay. Brain. It's either pig's stomach or brain or something. I don't know. I All don't right. eat well, this stuff. Well, you look that up. I, I did taste it once. A friend of mine brought some in for all of us to taste. I managed to get it down after I stuffed my mouth full of pretzels, which is what I'm told you eat it with. And a friend okay. of mine who also tried it, he just spit it out. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's more than we needed to know. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. You the rest, asked. The rest of the show will go better than that, I assure you of that. On the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, check them out at sunburymotors.com. If you have looked at their hundreds of vehicles that they have online there, which I have done, and uh, you can order a Ford, which I have done. <laughs> I've done right, this on numerous yes. occasions. Uh, ordered a Ford, and uh, you can even get the value of your trade-in. You can, you know, if you put it down, you have to be honest with them and say what the mileage is and whether it's in excellent condition, which that applies to me, or just good condition. I think there's a very good condition and then a very bad condition. When Joe turns in vehicles, he has to check off very bad condition. Well, take care of my cars because the motors are shot from all that speeding. <laughs> Our toll-free line is open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. We can talk a little bit later on about the cancel culture of the Republicans saying that uh, Liz Cheney's got to go because she is not a sheeple, and so that makes her unsuitable for leadership, yet she persists and is uh, still, what, number third in the U.S. House right now? At the moment. So so we can talk about that. There are some educators in California who say absolutely, positively, no, not. We won't go back to the class this, uh, this spring, today, and... And they may not go next year because they say they and won't go back. And do you know back. why that is? 
because the uh, Biden administration is bought and paid for by the teachers' unions. Okay. Do you realize, uh, I heard well, this number. Let me, let me finish. 1-800-795-956. Uh, you just do that to throw me off my game, but I'm not going to be <laughs> diverted. <laughs> so you interrupting me is you normally allowing me to finish my game, which is the 1-800-795-9565. Call us right now, Texas 70236, or email us at com. Okay, now, can we go on? Yes, I guess we'll have to. <laughs> go ahead. All right. The Democrats got $16 million from the teachers' unions. What? And you know how much the Republican candidates got? 14000 uh, What did they what, what did they deserve? $16 million versus 14000 Well, I, I'm just saying that the, the Democrats are following the money. And it's ironic. They showed this morning uh, what the uh, – they, there was an exchange of emails from the second largest teachers union. I think it's the American Federation of Teachers to the folks at the CDC – telling them what they would like to see included in the CDC's guidelines for opening up schools. And guess what? When it came out, the wording was identical to what they requested. So informed individuals help the White House do policy? Is that bad? Well, no, it's not bad, except that it's... Oh, I see. Well, well, maybe (laughs) the outcome is bad. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with having input, but when the group comes out exactly mirroring the wording and considering... You see that, that a lot in Harrisburg, well, I, Here's too. the thing. In February, the head of the CDC said that it was absolutely safe for kids to go back to school. The teachers didn't need to be vaccinated. That's mm-hmm. what they said then. Then after the f- teachers' unions got a hold of the CDC before the Biden administration put out its guidelines, suddenly that's all changed, and mm-hmm. now there have to be all these caveats. In the meantime, kids are suffering. How I, many I just think it's uncomfortable conscionable that, that, that the, right. they, you know, the Democrats are always saying, follow the science, follow the science. But in this case, it's follow the money, follow the money. How many schools aren't open? I mean, we know that, I, I would, I'm going to blurt this out, I, don't, I do not know if it's true. Most schools are open, correct? No. Well, some of oh, them are open, are but only part of the day. I mean, Biden, he, he, he students at a Virginia fifth grade classroom. Biden. Student, well, you called him Trump, so I'm going to call this guy Biden, if you don't mind. I never called him Trump. Yes, you did. You called him a buffoon. I'm not at least well, calling Biden I a buffoon. Do that. I called him Although President Buffoon. Biden I... and buffoon kind of rhyme, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say there. I'm not going there. I'm not calling the man a buffoon because I don't believe he is. But students at a Virginia fifth grade classroom told President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden on Monday that virtual learning gave them the chance to eat, take naps, and even fake technical glitches in order to avoid answering questions. The school, Yorktown, and its kids are off. <laughs> That's shamefully okay, so honest. I, I, I'm, I'm confused. Uh, you know I only have a one-track mind, and I can only do one thing at a time. Let's start at the beginning. This is the beginning. All right. So the very beginning starts out with uh, most schools around here are in session. Yes, and of course, we have millions of hours. And we owe our teachers and our teachers' unions a big vote of thanks around here because they have done the responsible thing. Okay, and schools are open. Some have hybrid models where some of the kids are able to study from home if they so choose and or from wherever they do their studying. And there's also several school districts that either close earlier on one day so they can do additional cleaning or they're not even open right. one particular day of the week. If so there's they, an outbreak. So they can, well, yeah, and of course then they respond quickly to outbreaks. Uh, sometimes they cancel classes, sometimes not. And I, I, I would venture a guess. I very responsible. I would venture a guess that that's the way the nation is. I'm going to say but most not 
the school, way it is. Okay, I'm going to say most schools are open, but you say most schools are not. Not open. according to the reports I heard. Okay. Take in New York, for example, there is a place where the kids are in the classroom, and the teachers send their lessons in by Zoom. Well, then the teachers there no. via Zoom. Right, yeah, but not not, not physically in the room. Okay, and let me ask you this: Have the is the teacher that's doing that? Do they have any health issues that they absolutely positively can't get this disease, or is that something else you don't know? Well, I don't know, but I doubt that I every so. teacher every teacher in that school system ha- is at risk to get the disease. When the CDC said originally in February, it was perfectly safe for them to go back, even an unvaccinated. You do you do recall they said that, don't <laughs> right. you? Right. It's not. They never said it was perfectly safe. They said that we can do this. That, that we're trying to manage and mitigate the risks. All right. Well, then my questions about that particular district where the teacher is on Zoom, but the students are in the classroom. Uh, does that student? Does that teacher have health risks? I don't know. Oh, has the school deployed best practices? Well, let's look at it this way. Best practices is putting the kids back in the classroom because that's where their mental health and where their physical well-being and where their needs are met. Yeah, sorry. I meant mitigation practices, not education Well, I I doubt that they're not cleaning the places. I mean, I think most places in today's world have to be responsible and actually clean. You don't know if the teacher has health issues that prevent him And I don't know if the kids are going to turn into mass murderers because they're not getting in-person instruction either. Those things are unknowable. Is that a risk? But... Well, I, I've heard them say that we're going to have gener- possibly a generation, a generation of, murders. of kids who are blending the gun conversation. Of kids who are at risk in some way or another because they haven't had the socialization, okay. they haven't had the opportunity to be with their friends. They have suffered greatly during this. Right. And if you don't think they are, you're not following the science. Well, no, no, I know kids are supposed to be back in the classroom, but I'm simply asking. Aside from the Fox News talking points that this you isn't brought Fox here, Fox News talking points. Which, this is a group these, of kids in Virginia and a fifth grade grade classroom who say who they met goof with the off president. during class right that they <laughs> use you didn't let me finish this but let me go back over right. it again so that you understand it and i really believe that if i read this slowly enough you will understand it before you do that <laughs> i need help from the audience i can't follow what's going on here if anybody can call in and tell me that you know what's happening i mean we're talking about kids goofing off and then we're talking about teachers then i'm talking about teacher at risk and then we're talking about biden and then we're talking well, you're about you're the California. one that dragging up extraneous material i'm trying to tell you this particular story and the impact I think it has on the entire debate. Let me tell people the bottom line, then we'll take the break and we'll invite calls. The bottom line is there are, as Joe says, most classrooms in the U.S. are not yet back in person. Most, M-O-S-T, even though it seems strange because we have so many good successful schools underway around here. full time. Right, I gotcha. Most schools are not back full time. That irritates Joe and Fox News because it is teachers, he says, that are the reason that students aren't back no, full time. I said the Federation of Teachers, the Federated Teachers Union, is responsible for this problem. All right, and since the teachers I think union individual teachers would be more than willing to problem. go back. All right, 1-800-795. Five nine five six five. We're going to continue. I'm going to we're going to slow this down so even I can follow it. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how. 
how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay, now may I read this story, please? All right. Students at a Virginia fifth grade classroom told President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden Monday that virtual learning gave them the chance to eat, take naps, and even fake technical glitches in order to avoid answering questions. The school, Yorktown Elementary School, is now open four days a week with students attending Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Students don't come to class Wednesday so the school can be cleaned. One said, if we were really tired, we could, like, take a nap. Another said, sometimes when Mrs. B their teacher, was paying attention to something else you could eat, and it was fun. Yet another student added that if you don't know the question, you can just pretend like your mic doesn't work. The student showed the Bidens their science... <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I do the, that at Zoom meetings all the time. The student showed the Bidens their science projects before President Biden later asked the students how they liked virtual learning. I didn't like virtual, one student said in response to the question from Jill Biden. It was terrible. One said she liked it. One said it was difficult with all the glitches, but it ended up being okay. Uh, the teacher who goes by the name Mrs. B lauded the benefits of in-person learning to the president and first lady. Our students actually have a lot of opportunities to work hands-on with materials like this all the time. My class knows I love science, so I try to incorporate as much hands-on activity as possible. So there's an example of a teacher who is trying to make the system work. They're in class four days a week. One day a week they're cleaning. The teacher is it actually works. there in the building. But I think what the kids are pointing out is that it's it's... It's hard to it's hard to do. I know my own grandson struggled with remote learning. He went back into the classroom. He's now doing extremely well. So I mean that's it, it's difficult for these kids to do that. And for Joe Biden to say that his goal was to open up the schools and then to count out of the teachers' union, I think is a betrayal of what he promised the American people. All right. So your main contention is that the teachers' union bought and paid for Joe Biden and other Democrats. They're following the money. Well, sixteen okay. million, uh, fourteen million, sixty million right. dollars versus okay. fourteen thousand. Well, so that's, that's fine. That's a good contention, and uh, he certainly has evidence to support it. So that's fabulous. And of course, we know for a fact, indisputably, that in-person education is much, much better than Zoom or any other format under any circumstances, correct? We know right. that to be true. But what I think the union should be doing is trying to make every effort to get everybody back to school. But it seems like some of them are trying to find ways to justify not returning to the classroom. They're now talking in California about not coming back next year in September next school year. Right. Yep. They want to come back in 2022 in some school districts because they say, first of all, they're, the teachers union contends, and I, other than they're saying it, I don't know if it's true, that the school refuses to deploy best practices to mitigate the spread of COVID, and that the teachers don't want to be spreaders of the disease to the family, the unvaccinated families, particularly the black and brown families who they teach, where there's a, a greater rate of unvaccinated. And they also say there's a racist component to this 
this because of course, well, there's always the, a racist component, well, right? And I, I don't agree with this personally. I'm just saying this is what the teachers contend that the racial issue is that wealthier white school districts have the money to deploy uh, the cleaning practices and the best practices and the uh, masks and the distancing and bigger schools with Didn't more the, uh, hold on and more distancing and more yes that help. One point nine trillion dollar. How much is needed to clean the schools? Apparently More than the 1.9 trillion dollars. have to kick in. It's, it does require some effort on the part of the district, or the districts in the uh, black or brown districts haven't been able to do so, or the less wealthy districts haven't been able well, to I do so. Well, I can tell you, there's a lot of CARES money floating around, going to a lot of municipalities. Maybe it should have all gone to the schools. All to the schools. All right, uh, Than, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. Wow. <laughs> Where do How you begin, did you, uh, Joe? Did you tell me? How old those children are again that you Fifth were grade. Quoting? Fifth grade. What grade? Fifth. That would make them about 12 years of age. Yeah, about 12. I wondered whether you got your information and knowledge because <laughs> you, Tucker Carlson, and those children are apparently not grown up enough to see both sides of the issue. Hmm. I agree. Oh, it's the, the children's issue. fault, definitely. Yes, those children are terrible. Shame on them. No, for, no. For telling no, the truth. They're, they're children. It's people like you and Tucker Carlson should start thinking for yourselves. But my point is, yeah, the teachers' union do give a lot to the, re, to the uh, Democrats because I think the Democrats uh, actually try to help education more than Republicans do. And that's one that I don't know, but I just know that it's true, as, as your indication is there. And, Mark, thank you so much for bringing up the facts rather than letting Joe run on with no information and just knowing everything because he knows it. Well, what, am I, what have I said that's incorrect? Just tell me. It's not what you say that's incorrect. It's just all the many, 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 many aspects of this that you don't know anything at all whatsoever about. You just know the Fox talking point, no, teachers I, won't teach, and that's all you got. See, that's what you yeah. folks on the left love to do. You love to diminish anybody who disagrees with you. I must be stupid because I don't follow what I don't understand. Not stupid, just uninformed, please. But I happen to have spent a lot of time researching this issue because it's very dear to me because of my grandchildren's participation in the school system. And you didn't know? what Mark read to you? You didn't know the other side of the story? Mark didn't read anything. Mark was just talking off the top of his head. I'm looking right at him. I know well, when he's reading hello. something. I, I'll tell you what, he may have been talking off the top of his head, but that's exactly what the counter is to your indication that right. people have to go back to school. Now, Some should the, te should the teachers, should the school districts go, should there be in-person classes going on right now, or is it unsafe? Yes or no? You know, if it were that easy, Joe, the whole world would be easy. Is AM stereo a good idea? Yes or no? Uh, oh, you've brought that up before. You need to get a new life, then. Uh, <laughs> I will. I think you brought it up the first time, and I remembered it. Uh, but uh, that was just one of those things. I feel Joe did the right thing to try it. But okay, but, but neither here nor there. The students, in this case, are telling us what they're experiencing 
they're experiencing in remote learning versus in-person learning. If we don't learn from that, if that doesn't outweigh the concerns of the, the teachers union, then we're in the wrong place. I'm saying that the school system and the whole political system should be designed to help, help the kids, not to limit them, not to constrict them, but to help them get get the education they need, the socialization skills they need, and if that means a couple of teachers are at risk, I'm sorry, that's the price we pay. <laughs> I think you've got to stop uh, researching on, uh, and I, I agree with Mark, you sound like Fox News, <laughs> because one side of the story is not the story. You've got to get both sides. All right, what's well, the other side of what I just said? Give me the other side. Okay, on uh, one side is yes, kids should be back to class, and as you mentioned, in many, many school districts in the United States, even with the teachers in that same union, are going back in various ways. Some school districts do not have the wherewithal to clean. They do not have the wherewithal to do the right things the teachers are saying of not teaching in that school. I will teach remotely. Well, then that's President Biden's fault. President Biden said when he was running that his primary goal was how important it was to get these kids back into the classroom. Safely. If he had, if he didn't have with $1.9 billion, if he didn't allocate enough funds for them to do the things that are necessary, that's on him, isn't it? No. Oh, no, of course not. not. No Democrats ever at fault, right, then. It's got to be those terrible Republicans. I love the way you argue, Joe. You are so reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, good heavens. Right. You, I'll tell you what, Joe. It's fun to watch or to listen to you babble on about things you don't know. But it would be a good idea. Well, I'm glad Mark's there because it's a good idea for somebody to say, hey, Joe, are you sure you know the whole story? And you don't. Well, of course, you're such an authority, then, that you're able to well, spot no, the fact that I don't know the whole story because you know it all. We don't know. We're so well, fortunate listen, to have the Winfield windbag, as you often oh. call yourself. <laughs> <laughs> listen, we, we don't know everything, but you we bring recognize... up AM stereo. I bring up Winfield windbag, yeah, then. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, the, I I think that uh, teachers' unions, yeah, probably are. Uh, being hesitant for many reasons besides just listening to 12-year-olds telling you that they are cheating because <laughs> do you really did you really believe your son when he was 12 years old and he said oh nothing when you asked him what he was going to do when he went out oh nothing well you know. Well, when he was 12, I didn't allow him out on his own. For oh, any, my gosh. He wasn't going to the bars or dances or oh, places like that at night. Oh, my God. You kept him locked in the basement at or age, what? At age 12, I, he didn't have that much freedom then. He kept his young son out of the bars. Good for you. That's a, quite the uh, yeah, problem. I, I think that's uh, quite notable as a matter of fact. Okay. But, by the way, I want to note that uh, to Lance and Stan and those folks. Oh, we got to get another call. We have to get another call, Stan. The National Rifle Association. <laughs> we have right. to take another call, buddy. Well, what okay, about the National, National Rifle Association gets all the guns they want because they support Republicans. There you go. That, yeah, that's the ancillary aspect of this. All right, thank you so much, Stan. Bob, thanks for waiting. You're on the mark. You get a couple of minutes. We're almost done with this half hour. 
Oh, yeah, good morning. Uh, about the schooling, well, at least we're not hearing about uh, school shootings, are we? So that's one benefit to this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, if we go to all remote learning, we could get rid of our property taxes. We wouldn't have to pay property taxes. Well, that's not true. It wouldn't turns out all the, a lot of people you think a the lot teachers of are, You think the teachers are going to work for free? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I think the government will pay them. Bob, who is the government? Who is the government? That's us. We're the government. We pay the bills. Right. It's rich well, Republicans. Well, we're not going to have to pay for buildings. You know, if we get rid of the schools, we don't have to pay for the buildings. We don't have to pay for the fuel, the heat, the food, the all kinds of stuff. I mean, we could get rid of everything except for just teachers' pay. Okay. So you have like 10 teachers, and that's it. How about books? How about classroom well, yeah, materials? Well, no, everything will be online. You download everything. You don't you don't pay for anything except for one time, and then you download it. And as far as you know, I hate to tell I you, but the, you know there are, there are there are royalties and rights fees. You don't just download a book at one, one time, time and then never have to pay for it again. That's not how it works. Well, you make copies then. Well, that's, that's illegal. illegal. <laughs> that's copyright oh, that's infringement. Illegal? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, whatever. you got to pay for something, no matter what. But, you know, at least the kids are maybe getting some one-on-one education with their parent, actually teaching them the topic of the day, where you don't get that in school. You're sitting in the back of the classroom, you're doodling, the teacher's going on and on, and it's like, you know, if you don't have glasses on, you can't see the chalkboard because your eyesight is not working. Um, you know, and your parent can see that at home that you're not learning because there's a problem. Well, what if the parents uh, aren't home? What if the parents have to work and they're well, not then they sitting have there? To have somebody else take care of their child because you're not allowed to leave them. And home. who who pays for that? Well, well, I guess the parents, parents do. Oh yeah, no, parents. let's have the government pay for it oh, as long on. as you're having the government pay for everything else. All right, it, it's well, you, it's they are going to do some health care or <laughs> not health care, but this child care in the mornings, I guess. So there goes all your savings. Now each kid has to have their own personal tutor in-house instead of having the school building. Yeah, and Bob, just an FYI, school districts have said they didn't save any money sending kids home. The, the well, facilities still well, need Well, no, to. because they have to keep the building, right. you know, going. Oh, so they should <laughs> so they, sell the schools and teach at home. Okay, well, that's an idea. Worth considering. Right, thank you. Have yeah, a good day. thank you so much make every kid study at home and figure out why it's not good for some kids and make it the best save money on buildings I don't know that would be a tall order but to be considered to be considered this is WKOK Sunbury News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and almost half informed on all of his important Republican ideals. So making him an easy mark for us to refute with a few basic facts. Uh, we invite you to add to his wide uh, amount of Too knowledge. Too bad you didn't take all the lessons to become a wit. You just took <laughs> half of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a half wit. Oh, that is so cute. Oh, my gosh. I remember elementary school, too. How's that going for you, Joe? All right, 1-800-795-9565. I remember once I was at a Billy Joel concert, and like halfway through the concert, somebody yelled out uh, something. They were drunk, and they yelled out, hey, I want to hear, you know, Allentown or something. And Billy Joel oh, said, oh, that is great. I remember my first beer, too. That is just wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, okay. So all yes, right, Joe's back here. Uh, yeah, we've been talking about uh, the Democrats heavily funded uh, many campaigns, including the president's campaign. And as a result, uh, the contention is is that uh, teachers' unions are getting their way, and that teachers don't wish to go back to the classroom. I'm simply trying to point out that it is a complex issue. We know that students do better in classrooms, but we know that not all districts are able to or have deployed best just practices. One, just one thought. Okay, sure. What about our wonderful teachers around here and our wonderful teachers unions here? These kids are going to school. The school districts are being very responsible. They're cleaning. Not every school district in this area is wealthy. Not everyone is Mm -hmm. poor. But all of them are doing their very best, and the kids are, if their parents will permit it, or they don't have some underlying reason not to be, the kids here are in class and doing well. Yep, super. And yeah, we got and millions so what, of hours of class. What is it. there about our area that makes it unique that it can't be done all across the United States of America? Well, that's an excellent question. The real reality is to our show today, you bring only questions and no answers. What is the truth? Well, the How truth many? is it can be done. It's just the reluctance of some teachers' unions to actually do it. Ours have not done that. Ours have gone the responsible path, not the irresponsible path. All right. Noted. Folks can see the fallacy in that, so I don't really have to elaborate much on that. (laughs) On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You are welcome to email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Uh, The questions that Joe has no idea about the answers are, is how many schools uh, do not have in-person class and are still doing remote learning. He says it is most and uh, my gut reaction is that's not an accurate number, but he could be right. It has happened. And uh, he does not know if the places where teachers have declined to go back to the classrooms are deploying best practices or not. His example of uh, a teacher who's not teaching in a classroom, he has no idea why that's happening. He doesn't know anything about uh, school districts that might be underfunded to where they may not have uh, taken the proper medication. And of course you're going to spend the next hour telling us all the answers to all those things you're bringing up because you know. I'm just saying that <laughs> your your premise is on shaky ground, and my premise is that this is very much a complicated issue worth studying. It's not as simple as your Fox talking point that teachers are lazy. All right, you can text us no at seven. Said teachers are lazy. Oh. All right, 70236. Let Joe know your opinion about that. Uh, we do have some very brief news headlines. So stand by, Joseph. The body of a missing Sunbury man has been found. He turned up missing over the weekend, but the body found at Monday of 37-year-old Brandon Marks of uh, Sunbury Schuylkill Haven State Police uh, telling us uh, that he was found on Monday. Beyond that, they're not uh, commenting on uh, the cause of death or any other circumstances. The man was at a jazz festival over the weekend. 
A New York man is jailed after shots were fired in Sunbury Monday evening. Court papers say 24-year-old Justin Santiago of Brooklyn, New York, is charged with two misdemeanor counts of recklessly endangering another person. He claimed the shots were fired on Susquehanna Avenue in self-defense as he was surrounded by some individuals, one of whom was armed. Uh, he said he shot in self-defense and turned himself in, told officers he had a concealed carry permit for the gun that was used, and he faces a hearing May 18th. In case you didn't catch it yesterday, State House Representative David Rowe, the 85th District, encouraging everybody to vote yes on the ballot questions uh, that are on the ballot this year. He says it is amazing what happens when you do a little compromise in Harrisburg. After we proposed these ballot questions, the governor decided to form a bipartisan bicameral task force. And thanks to the efforts of that task force, Pennsylvania has jumped to the top 10 in the nation for vaccination. That's what these emergency questions will do. They'll enable us to work together better. You can hear the rest of Congressman Rose's remarks on the WDK. Representative, not Congressman. Did I say Congressman? Yes, you did. See, this is the beauty of being 60-plus. I used to say the wrong word because I'm thinking about something else and notice it and fix it. And now I do it, and, and sure I don't Dave even would be happy it. to accept the promotion, well, but Fred Keller yeah, but probably look what be happened a little concerned. Fred. Look what happened to Fred, though. We don't want that to happen to David. All right, a full return to normalcy from COVID-19 pandemic restrictions is coming soon in Pennsylvania. In an announcement Tuesday, the Wolf Administration announced mitigation orders, except masking, will be lifted on Memorial Day. The masking order will stay in effect until 70% of Pennsylvanians 18 years of age and older are fully vaccinated. And latest numbers as we are along long, long, long way from that. So we got a lower, like 35% or something like that, crazily low uh, in Pennsylvania. Several volunteer fire crews uh, responded to the fire yesterday at the Playworld Systems building. It was primarily in the shipping and warehousing uh, area in addition to the volunteers. Of course, the career firefighters from William Cameron Engine Company were there. The state police fire marshal will help investigate Route 192 reopened late in the day. Uh, injuries minor among the first responders were told uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars the losses that took place there. And this will irritate to Joe since he's a big fan of Disney. Uh, Penn Live is reporting today that Disneyland did open April 30th after being closed for 400 days. People were excited to see something new, but the new Snow White Enchanted Wish attraction isn't attracting big crowds as they had hoped. Uh, the new attraction reportedly gives a more cohesive storyline for Snow White and remains true to the 1938 movie while maintaining much of the charm of the original. Trouble is, it's viewed controversial because the prince still enjoys a non-consensual kiss of Snow White. At the, well, I'm not going to break tell you how the story ends, but there's a non-consensual kiss involved. She didn't approve of the kiss. He gives her the kiss without her consent while she's asleep. And of course, the witch poisoned the apple that she bit that put her into the trance, <laughs> and that, and that witch is okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's part of the problem, too. Uh, Entertainment Weekly reported on the controversy surrounding the new Disneyland <laughs> ride. Uh, individuals say they would like to see that somehow change. Can you imagine the story if the Prince Charming walked up and said, oh, if I kiss this woman without her permission, I will be in trouble, so, so I will she, not kiss her, and she, she will lay to, here in this trance forever. She has to stay asleep <laughs> forever. That's that's not an ideal outcome either. All right, Joe, if you hey, would... would you accept the Washington Post? 
you love li- things I liberal. I read the post uh, okay. a, a little of it every it day. It found 47% of schools serving 4th graders okay. and 46% serving 8th graders were open for full in-person instruction. But the survey also found millions of students still don't have full-time school available. So there. Yeah, oh, I don't think anybody has 100% less than full-time. Half, less than half of the schools are open for in-person instruction. Yeah, I don't know of any school that's 100% completely open, almost normal hours because of the additional cleaning requirements and, uh, you know, they want some mitigation offset, whatever it took to do that. So, yeah, I would, uh, that sounds about right. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is the open line. Uh, Joseph's been waiting through the news headlines. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Yes, uh, I wanted to comment on homeschooling and how it used to be. Uh, I'd ask you a question first. Who is the most intelligent and the most the man that had the most wisdom in the entirety of world history who was he uh was it shakespeare or aristotle or, or plato or solomon or who was it this flesh and blood human being alexander that, hamilton how about that <laughs> no i'm serious i'm serious george washington i don't know what's the answer yeshua messiah <laughs> the son of david the son of yahweh and he was home he was homeschooled. He learned from his father, stepfather. But here's the point that I want to make. This Walked man right that which he was, he was a human being, he was flesh and blood. This man, uh, of course, was you got you agree with me, won't you, that he was the smartest uh, the man that had the most wisdom in the world? We're talking about education. So what does this yeah, have well, to do I'm with? I'm talking education here, man. Okay. Would you not agree that he was the smartest person that ever uh, walked the face of this earth? Well, okay. we don't know because we never. He was never subjected well, to an a IQ Christ- test. Are you a Christian? He was never subjected to an IQ test. Wait, wait. Right. Are you a Christian? All right. Let's stipulate that it is, so we can painfully no, move on. Are you a Christian? Let's stipulate that he was, so we if can you move are, on. You will have to confess that. If you're not, you will go on and say, well, we can't really understand. All right, moving on. What's that have to do with education okay, in a COVID-mitigated classroom? I, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me finish my point. <sighs> this man was filled with the spirit of the Almighty. And like, like, in like manner, I went to school. I went to public school. Now, I was, uh, I was thinking about fishing when the lessons were going on or hunting or something. But... <laughs> Uh, I got out of school. I quit school in 10th grade, went in the Army, and uh, I couldn't read. I didn't know how to read. I was illiterate. And the night that I got saved, uh, I learned how to read. I didn't learn how to read. He taught me. He taught me. He inputted wisdom in my mind and understanding and how to understand things. What's that have to do with a COVID-mitigated well, classroom? I'm saying this. Homeschooling is the best deal yet. Because uh, I know the man that was responsible, the two men here in Pennsylvania were responsible for bringing homeschooling to become a a lawful uh, thing. And it was James Strickler, and I can't think of the other man's name from Watsontown. And Mr. Strickler spent years, not years, but he spent time in the the Lewisburg jail uh, for not uh, allowing the children to go to school. And and, uh, the the mother of those children spent time in jail by Mr. Sakavich, Judge Sakavich, uh, without bail, right? Yeah, we did. We did. St- children to go to school. But in the early years of this country, the foundation of this country was built upon the biblical. Uh, the Bible was the most uh, important book in the school uh, 200 years ago, 
And that was the foundation of this nation. They didn't teach uh, evolution. They didn't teach that a, a man can be a woman or a woman can be a man. Or that. <laughs> All right, Joseph. Let me. Uh, we're, we're we're talking about COVID we're talking about mitigated today. classrooms versus teachers who don't want to go back to the class. So. Uh, I don't. I, I understand what you're saying. First of all, the Stricklers weren't doing homeschooling in a traditional fashion the way that we're doing it today. They were doing their own curriculum, and they had not submitted to State Department of Education uh, scrutiny, which is required for homeschooling. So that's why they went in jail, not just because they were homeschooling. We interviewed them a couple of times. I still were. They lived next to a chicken farm. I will never forget that interview as long as I live. But anyway, uh, so all the way back to this, w- w- homeschooling is not what we're talking about. When a student goes home today, they're participating in virtual learning, and that is the school is still presenting a curriculum and the teachers on Zoom or WebEx or whatever it is, and they are presenting a curriculum and they work through it, and it takes the, you know, the kids a couple hours and they do it all day. That is completely different than homeschooling. Well, which but is the same argument can be made about homeschooling. The kids don't get socialization. They don't get uh, to respond to their peers. They don't get the teamwork and the, uh, the uh, just working together with kids. They teach today. They that's teach fine. by teams. That that's fine. If you want to have a homeschooling discussion another day, we'll do that. Versus, well, I don't. I'm just education. making my comment on this. I don't think so. I think it's not I the see same the parallel thing. between remote learning and in homeschooling. They are very similar. I think. So, Joseph, as it relates to, do you have any reason? Do you know why teachers won't go back to the classroom? Well, they're getting paid anyway, so why go back? It's just like uh, my son's on unemployment. And why should he go back when he'd get more money from the government? You see what I'm saying? Yep, we and, gotcha. And many people like that there. Yeah, it's just, there it's just ruining the society and uh, taking away the, the work ethic from the people. All right. It, Fair enough. And it's government control is what it's boiling down to. Gotcha. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Really, thanks for the call. One call coming in. Uh, Joseph is done, but Lance is on. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey there. Why, anyway, uh, the teachers' unions, I don't know if their hearts are in the right place, because a guy by the name of Albert Shanker, who was a long, long time... Uh, Can you speak president. up, Lance? You're awfully okay. low. all right, here we go. Uh, the the uh, power just went out here or a little bit ago, and it seems like it has uh, played hob here, even with her landline phone. Okay. So I'll try to Well, that's really better. Speak. That's better. Go ahead. Okay, we'll really speak up. A guy by the name of Albert Shanker. He's the late president of the American Federation of Teachers in 1985, right? When school children start paying dues, that's when I'll start representing the interests of school children. (laughs) Yeah, you call that every time we talk about uh, teachers. So that's a factor, this idea that uh, students don't pay dues. It's the teachers, and that's why the teachers' union gave about $14 million to President Biden's campaign, and that's why kids aren't back in the classroom. I think it's $14 million to Democrats. I didn't say to the Biden campaign in particular. Okay. It's all good. All right. Yeah. What else, uh, Lance? Okay, so we've reestablished that, that the unions are uh, obviously more interested in representing their members than they are specifically in representing the students. Okay. What yeah. else? Also, only the trial attorneys give more money to the uh, Democratic Party than the uh, teachers' union. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're, they're just about number two. So I guess if we're looking for tort reform <laughs> or education reform. Or campaign reform. Or campaign reform. Or somewhere else, you know. 
and also with just just the teacher on a video can be a tremendous teaching aid if the teacher is a good one and I can say this because well we I say we it's me now but uh, we have any number of uh, courses from the teaching company and when you're done with those you pretty well know what things are going on like uh, Joni could never understand basic geometry she's more of a uh, artistic mind and after about a I don't know three hour course well she knew just exactly what was going on and their inventive similes and metaphors as to how to remember things that are basic are just incredible so it's a lot to do with just the teacher and I know from with the um, homeschoolers uh, Joni took uh, music students in that were who's Joni my wife my ah, my, gotcha. my late wife okay wife. gotcha I know nobody ever says just the wife that's something I agree with Margaret on does she have a name you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well anyway um, she was had the uh, uh, homeschoolers gotcha and oh. those kids were really really sharp I mean really really good as a matter of fact I think her two or three best were all homeschooled well we've heard a lot of parents that do their ho- actual homeschooling not virtual t- teaching with the school district oh, uh, no, no, have no, superlative no. results well, here's the deal though what they used to teach those kids was virtual teaching Oh, I got you. Okay. See what I mean? In yep. other words, they got the teacher on the uh, on the TV, and the kids uh, watched that, and then they were able to learn. And she, of course, uh, monitored the test <laughs> to make sure they got it. And it really, uh, it really works out if it's done right. All right. Thank you so much, Lance. Thanks for calling okay. in. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're going to take. I don't think you can underestimate the quality of a good teacher working in person with kids. Well, I think that that, that that is what built this country, good teachers working with the kids. And that's where we need to put our money and I think where we need to put our emphasis. It's fine to talk about all these other things, but if we don't have a good basic education system in this country that recognizes good teaching and rewards it, We've got a problem. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We have two lines are occupied, but two are open for after we take the break. 1-800-795-9565. The news department does say we have a power outage in lower Northumberland County. About 400 people affected. Uh, PPL says it's a tripped breaker or blown fuse. They hope to make repairs. In the hours ahead, (laughs) hopefully it'll take much, much less than that. Uh, So there is a power outage. All right, we'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Two lines occupado, two lines open auto. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, read this, so this is very timely right there. Sorry, Mark, but every time I hear you speak, I think of a song that goes, excuses, excuses, you'll hear them every day. That seems what you're supplying to all the destruction that we're in right now. Excuses. Mark, you supply them every day. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, Mark, uh, different Mark, you are on the mark. Mark, Mark, Mark. Uh, I, just, I just found out the Facebook banned Trump for life. I saw that. That's great. Good for them. Did they ban him for life, or did Good they just them. continue the ban? Mark, he spent $319 million, Zuckerberg did, to defeat Trump. Now, uh, free speech is free speech. I mean, I've, I've uh, listened to Trump, and sometimes I did my eyes roll. And I told you before that uh, the uh, presidency in his term in office wasn't a failure, it was his personality. But Mark Zuckerberg shouldn't have that much power. Some of these uh, tech outfits are just getting out of control. Well, is I, also, it, but I also called in to remind you that some of these uh, economic policies go through of, uh, of Biden. Uh, we're done financially. He's got to collapse the economy. Right. And then Casey, and then Casey here in this state's going to have to eat his words. We're in dire straits here, Mark. I hear you. Do you believe in these economic policies that are coming out of Washington? Absolutely, positively not. We have. Oh, the, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's the words I wanted to hear from you. Everybody <laughs> is. Uh, what do we want to say, is sucked into the vortex in Washington. Look at Congressman Keller. Look at your congressman. What happened to him when he went down there? Yeah. Well, they all get I buy into some of this BS, too, but uh, I don't think he's supporting the economic policies of Biden. But uh, Well, that is very yeah. true. He definitely is uh, doing what can be done. Yeah. But uh, we're heading for total bankruptcy. I mean, uh, a depression within two years. I mean, our currency's not going to be worth anything, and uh, now you got to worry about uh, China on the move, and... Uh, I can see uh, military and uh, Navy, uh, our aircraft carriers from China in the Gulf of Mexico and in the Caribbean Sea. Right. I mean, we're in dire straits, and we really are. So. And if you think getting a, a microchip or a superconductor is difficult now, wait till after China takes over uh, Taiwan. Then you can kiss all of those chips goodbye. That's exactly right, and they're threatening them right now. They were buzzing the island here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's, it's dire. It really is. Hey, I'll let you go. I'll let somebody else on. You have a good day. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you so much for calling in. Cindy, next up on On the Mark. Go right ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. I have to disagree with the uh, negative comments I've heard about cyber education on the show. Uh, and I have um, actual pertinent in-person information about the cyber schools instead of just my thinking on with regards to it. <laughs> uh, cyber schools play an important part in our commonwealth to provide children for whom the public system is not working, the, the traditional public system, because the cyber schools are public schools as well. And there are many children for whom it doesn't work, including my granddaughter who was bullied out of her school. Now, I, it's beyond my imagination why people justify telling me telling her, go back there and put up with that. There's no reason, and, and believe me, you don't learn when you're being harassed and heckled all day long. You don't learn anything except how to dodge and avoid and her grades tanked. I mean, it, this is just ridiculous to, to disparage a segment of people who need that kind of support. Cindy. There are lots of different special circumstances in which cyber school is the best answer for these kids. Bullying is one of them. Another's a kid with a chronic serious illness 
who is hospitalized, who can continue their education online but can't show up to the classroom. And traditionally the answer was that their parents should go every day to collect up all the books and bring them to the child who does worksheets and reads things and brings them back. That was the old model. But now we have that they can actually uh, participate actively through Zoom or whatever other mode they choose. the education system chooses to use. I think that's wonderful. All right, you to know, be clear, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Getty's Let me ask a question here before you get into your example. What's the difference between charter school, cyber school, and the hybrid model of home school that school districts are doing now when they have to or that many districts are doing all the time and homeschooling. You know the definitions to those. Clarify it because we're interspersing all these words, but everyone has a very specific meaning. Uh, Homeschooling is parent-directed, parent-constructed education of a child and at the end of the year, they submit a, a raft of papers to the school district showing the school district what they taught their children that year. That's homeschooling. Cyber charter schools are online public schools. They are public schools. They receive public school funding. They are open to every child in the Commonwealth without any cost to that child. And they provide a curriculum that echoes what are called the standards, the rules the state set down for all children to learn. They echo that through their whole curriculum and teach those children. Now, sometimes those children actually gather together. My granddaughter, who I said graduated from a cyber school, went to state college several times for gatherings of those students. Additionally, cyber charter children are perfectly capable and often do, as my granddaughter did, assimilate with other friends, participate in organizations in the community. It's not like you're caged up and can't be a person, for heaven's sake. You know, when I went to high school, I took ballet, which had nothing to do with my school, but I got to learn how to function in a group. I got to learn getting along with my peers. There's not a whole lot of socializing that goes on in school. I I, I don't know who thinks that if kids are talking freely and socializing in school, the teacher's usually tearing their hair out. They're supposed to be sitting there silently listening to a lecture or working on a group project, perhaps, but there's not a lot, there better not be a lot of socializing except before class Cindy. and at lunch and after <laughs> school. Are all cyber schools, charter schools, are all charter schools cyber schools? No. Cyber okay. charter schools, the instruction is provided online with you, the students coming to a center to take the standardized tests or the AP tests where charter schools, also public schools, charter schools, we would like to call them bricks and mortar, they're actually in buildings, and the children come to that building. We have no charter schools around here. The schools have all prohibited them. Okay, but so one Philadelphia, more question. One more for question. example, there are charter schools. All right, one more question, and that is, are any of those schools what districts around here are doing when they do the virtual learning? They're echoing cyber charter schools. Okay, so that's, okay. they're basically. I'm going to stick my two cents in. I've been, I've been sitting here. I've been sitting here quietly. Many school districts. I've been sitting here quietly for a second. A okay. I've been sitting okay, here quietly. On, I'd like to add my two cents. I think this country was built on a good 
educational system. Our schools are important. Before we start allocating money and resources to other things, we need to do whatever needs to be done to improve our basic school system. If the school system is failing kids, then it needs to be modified. We need to find out ways to make sure that there's no bullying, to make sure that every kid get what's they, gets what they need. But if all we do is scatter our resources all over Hell's Half Acre, we're not guaranteeing anything to these kids. And I think we've, we've done enough to them in this past year that we should now be working on trying to find ways to make sure their educational experience is meaningful and complete. Joe, both the cyber charter schools and the charter schools, the bricks and mortar charter schools, are public schools. They are part of Pennsylvania's public school system. But they Just drain like resources. If we established a new school district, God forbid, mm-hmm. and then built buildings, right? They would be part of the but bricks and mortar public school. They system. drain resources from the no, bricks they and don't, mortar. Joe. Yes, they no, do. They the teach the follow the money. The money goes where the kids are. If the so kids aren't in class, right. they're not that's getting the money. Right. That's right. So what you're advocating is regardless of the performance of a bricks and mortar public school district, those children should be forced to attend that school system yes, whether it works sh- for they, them or not. They should right. be forced to the attend dollars it. that are assigned to them. They should and be, you know what, Joe, that's really me, awful. If I didn't like the, the <laughs> Stuff that Joe's store was selling. I have every right to go I to guess Mark's I'm not going to get the answer. Hold on, Joe. All right. Thank Listen. you so much, Cindy. Thank you very much for calling. We really appreciate all that. Again, uh, I go back to the, what I said before. If the school system is failing kids, it needs to be changed. You don't allow the kids to be in a bad situation. But it is the responsibility of the adults running the educational system to make sure that they hold the educators' feet to the fire, that they demand a quality education for our kids. That's their job. That's the job of the school boards. That's the job of the administration. If it fails, then they need to be punished. Instead, we have a system where you almost can't be fired if you have, if you have tenure in a school district. We need to hold people accountable for what they're doing. Are you done yet? Now I am. Okay, thank you. All right, 1-800-799. I listen to you. You were forced I, that, to listen to that's me. That's 100% fine. I will leave the mic on for you all day if you need it. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our open phone. If you wish to uh, refute anything Joe has said, you better well, be informed. You, you better be informed. Well, everybody refutes what I say. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Joe and I have talked more about headphones this year than our whole lives all together, every conversation. I'm waiting until you get your new the, ones. In the past. All right, Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Yeah, you talk about public schools. Yeah, I believe when I went, they were still doing a fairly good job. They had a little bit of an agenda but it didn't affect me very much. I didn't fall for it. But today, the city's public schools are a disaster, and you can never fix them. That's the part, Joe, I disagree. You cannot fix some public schools at all. My answer, and from President Trump, was on the right track, school vouchers is the answer. Them schools are never gonna get better. No matter what the government, parents, or anybody try to do, they, it's not gonna improve. And a lot of them, I hear reports, you know, on TV, different parts, 
CBN, etc. Them inner city parents, a lot of them would love to have vouchers. They'd like to send their kids to a Christian school. There's a lot more people than you realize, and the Christian schools are doing a great job. Their kids, you know, a lot of their kids are going on getting PhDs. They're becoming teachers. So the only <laughs> well, way to solve that this him. problem is not put our eggs all in one basket as school vouchers. That's gotcha. the answer, which the public school system don't want to hear. They don't want cyber schools. They don't want Christian schools. They want to keep all everybody coming to the public school. And as time goes on, the more agenda-oriented they get. I'll give you one example. Four years ago, I have a friend, and she had two of her grandchildren went to the New Jersey public schools. Well, they came up to her place for a visit, and she said, she said how do you guys like President Trump? They both of them kids said, he's bad, he's bad, he's bad. And she said, where did you get that? She said, my teacher told me. <laughs> they both agreed that teachers told them. And that's part of the problem. They're teaching an agenda, not not neutral. They're, they're on one side of the issue. Not all public school teachers, I know teachers that don't teach that agenda but that's the part of the problem they're all you can't put all your eggs in that one basket too bad that it come to that point right now and we keep going on like this why we'll have more disaster in our country all right well, I disagree well, with you because I think I think we can I, we I can disagree. fix we can fix these schools. We need to fix these schools. That's where our attention. That's where our money should go. Every kid deserves a quality education. I agree with you. It should be biased free. It shouldn't lean left or right. It should be right down the middle. It should explain things in detail. But if we can't do that in this country, then we might as well give up educating children at all. We have an yeah, obligation to them to be fit, to teach them the things they need to know about life, the things they need to know to succeed, and we need to do it in an unbiased and critical fashion that gives the kids some hope for the future, I think. And vouchers would help. No, vouchers right. are not the, the answer. Vouchers are not the vouchers answer. Vouchers is the answer, Joe. <laughs> is if not. If we do that, we're going to get back on Is track. not, is I not. guarantee <laughs> You can't fix um, public city public schools. Out here, I agree, Joe. They're doing a fairly, uh, I can't give them an A or a B, but they're not terrible yet out here. But in the city area, you know and I know they're not doing their job at all. And the answers, Trump had it in. He, he nailed it. Vouchers, vouchers, vouchers. <laughs> okay, so that's saying the system's bad, and so what we're going to do is we're going to let some kids rot in that okay. system. We're going to send oh, others someplace else. We're going to send them to a good school. All, right, all of them? If they all leave there, Dan, then all we're doing is moving the problem to another building. 
right. Nope. Thank you. Yes, you are. Thank you, Dan. They'll solve the problem. No, they won't. We have to get another yep. call going. Yeah, they, Thank you, Dan. The kids <laughs> Goodbye, that go Dan. to a Christian school. <laughs> Goodbye, they're, Dan. They're have a nice day. Sit down. By their parents to learn. All right, learn, we got you. Learn, learn. Thank and you, Dan. That's what you see. <laughs> Thank I don't you, think Dan's going to stop. Do that with the public school system. They'd have to get right or get out. All right. Speaking of, we got to go. Thank you okay, so much. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for the time. You bye. betcha. Thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. All right. One eight hundred. Oops. I guess I got to hang up the phone. There we go. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Last caller before a quickie break. Mike, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, men. Morning. Good morning. When it comes to uh, private schools versus public schools, I can say that I feel strongly both ways. And, and there's a reason for that. I've, I've had my children, some of them, in uh, public schools and graduated. I had them in private schools and graduated in uh, cyber schools. So I see merits to all the systems. And then to add to that, I'm a firm believer of the saying, competition breeds success. And right now, what we're looking at in this country is a competition between the various ways of educating our children. And I'm not saying one is ahead of another, but again, I'm not an expert on this stuff. I, I don't know statistics very well, but I want to say one thing. I, I do love to go to athletic events at, at universities, and I follow teams all over the country. And one of the things, a little habit, a quirk that I have, is I like to look at the programs of where the kids went to high school at and if any of you have been to any major college basketball games and football games you see that uh you know basically uh, you know the big schools a predominant number of the athletes are uh black and i like to look at the black versus the whites and where they went to school and i'm seeing a large number of kids on the athletic fields that are black uh, that attended private schools, charter schools, and parochial schools. And they had the opportunity, to, like every other kid in this country, to go to a private school. Yet, they, they chose the alternative, and they ended up at uh, area, you know, schools of higher learning, and they you know, graduate, some of them play pro ball, some of them uh, are very successful. So that, that's all I'm saying. It's just a, a data point that I noticed, and I don't know that any of these uh, you know, these brains and these think tanks have ever looked at the success of uh, athletes that attended private and charter schools versus public schools, but I, especially if they're black. I think there's something might be there, and I do think that uh, our public education, like Joe says, it needs to be unbiased, <clears throat> it needs to be accountable, but I don't know that either of those two facts exist. Okay. But that's our obligation to make sure that they do exist. That's why we should not just, you know, how many of us ever really know who the people are running for school boards? You know, do we investigate these people? Do we go to the meetings where they are willing to address the public and tell them how they feel? Do we hold them accountable after we elect them? No. No, uh, that's no. that's our obligation as citizens. If we, we can't just talk the talk, we got to walk the walk. Well, in Pennsylvania... And in my personal experience, what I know about school boards is a lot of the time, if you have a man or a woman teaching in your district, then their spouse that uh, is from another district is on the school boards, you know, if they're un you know, not working right. in, in schools. But it's generally people 
that have a vested interest in raising the pay of teachers. That's what I see on school boards around here. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. I, I don't know that I buy that, but I mean, I've, I know some people who are on school boards, and they're dedicated, hardworking people who believe in seeing the kids get a good education. But you, you also wind up being too close to the forest to see the trees sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you get wrapped up in all the education. Superintendent says we have to push all the, the green jargon, button. Right. Yes, so that's You what know, we have I don't think do. there's enough critical, th- I don't want to say not enough critical thinking. I don't think there's enough challenging, if you will, of the status quo. Mm-hmm. You know, if we've got a good school district and every month we go and hear this superintendent says, well, things are wonderful, you know, we got this, we got that, we got the other. You know, that's we need well, to be a little but more. School boards are just members of the lay community. Sure. They're not highly informed educators, and they don't have all day long. But that's just they it. Carve they carve out hours bow? to be on the board as it is. All right. So if I'm on a school board, you know, I served on a hospital board. I'm not a doctor, but I think I could ask critical questions about, you know, what's going on and what what needs to happen and whether or not people are doing their jobs. I think the same can be said of school board directors too. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We have time for another caller. Our topic is education. Uh, Joe was pointing out at the very beginning of the show that some teachers unions who heavily funded Democrats uh, still have a free ticket to stay out of the classroom. I simply argued that uh, Joe's uninformed as to whether the classrooms have really taken the proper mitigation factors. Are Is there any danger of spreading the disease in the class or things like that, which we still don't know those answers. So those The CDC questions. director did. She said it was perfectly safe. She to knows. Back. Okay, perfect. All right. So now we have resolved that That's issue. That's what okay. she said in February, but then she changed her mind. And that when the Biden administration told her to. That morphed into charter school discussions and cyber schools and homeschooling and virtual learning and uh, other aspects of education. And that's where we are. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we'll be back very shortly. One of our listeners sends us a note uh, primarily to uh, Dan, who had some observations about uh, home or, uh, homeschooling versus public schooling, says, teaching facts is not an agenda, Dan, teaching facts is not an agenda. And also on the topic of uh, cyber schooling, school is not just for academic purposes. And then this is an excellent letter, uh, an email. It says, good morning. As a recently retired elementary teacher, I can tell you that my former co-workers would love to be back full time. I would like to point out that it is the teacher who is often the one who discovers potential child abuse. I had to call child hotline a couple of times. Not all children have great home lives. I once had a fourth grader tell me, I wish you were my dad. Also, fifth graders are 10 years old. Thanks, Mark. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that is, yeah, male role models. That's a big issue. Uh, t- educators tell us that, uh, that the kids sometimes don't see that at homes. But I guess it's there's a wide range of issues. But that's a great point. Yeah, having the kids together in the same place, well, it's a health and diet, fitness, nutrition, socialization. It's got it all packed into one's eight-hour day. I think fifth graders are at least 11 years old, aren't they? Okay. They started first grade at six. That's correct. Seven, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven, five, yeah. five and six or eleven. Okay. All right. What he said. Ten. All right. One. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You win that one, Joe. I have no idea what you're talking about. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back. Uh, Chris, you only have two and a half minutes, so you are not going to get all of your points in. But, but they're all yours, Chris. Go ahead. Okay, well, I was uh, noticing that uh, Trump is still pushing stories about the election. There's no evidence. And he seems to be the leader of the Republican Party, and more states have been passing restrictive voting uh, rules because of it. Okay. And that uh, Barr is in maybe in trouble a bit. I certainly was a lousy. Uh, <laughs> he was very political. General, no matter what Joe thinks, <laughs> he was lying to federal judges. That's not right. And not right that he was lying, or that he shouldn't do it. Yeah, that he shouldn't do it. <laughs> he <laughs> okay, probably was wondered. doing it. And he basically uh, he he attested to the judge judges that. Uh, that the investigation points in the Mueller report where where they listed things that Trump did that was uh, perhaps uh, against the law were all investigated individually and it was decided that none of them should be done and that was his reason for uh, not indicting not indicting it wasn't because of the rule about not indicting the president. It was because none of them were justified. And he said that there was an investigation of such before uh, his, about his decision and that was the basis. But it turned out the decision came first. Trump will not be justified. And then after they started being questioned about it, they retrofit an explanation to that extent. All right, you'll have to finish. You'll have to finish tomorrow. And no, we're out of time. No, no ands. Yeah, we're no out of time. Uh, <laughs> no okay, ands. Go have a good one, Chris. Have a nice day. Thank you, Bye. sir. Yep, call back first thing. Thank you, everybody, for participating. Tomorrow we're going to talk about Liz Cheney. Uh, she's not a good Republican, yet she persists, they say, so they're going to boot her out. This is Double Decay, okay, Sunbury.